0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: And now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, we have John Ledyard, NFL draft analyst here to help us break down the NFL draft as we get closer. Minutes and seconds away from making that first pick. John, how you doing today, my man? I'm
2: doing well, man. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: All right. So, John, noticing looking on your Twitter, you love basketball and tweet about it often. A lot Mm -hmm. of people are saying that Bryce Young is the pick, and he has drawn comparisons to Steph Curry. Do you see? that type of play from Bryce when you watch him do you see this coming to fruition in the NFL him changing the game so to speak
2: yeah I think that that's pretty pretty good comparison as much as you can get when you cross sports like that I mean you have the um, big play potential the splash play potential obviously of young that that makes the comparison work especially down the field lots of big shots down the field very accurate in that capacity the ability to create outside of structure and then Somewhat similar concerns. I mean, Steph has gotten bigger, obviously. He has has added considerable muscle. I don't know that people talk about his size as much as they used to, but when he first entered the league, his size was a big talking point. Not necessarily his height, but just not the biggest, not the longest, not the strongest, and how will that translate uh, to the NBA? And I think Young is up against similar questions, obviously. There's a lot of differences, too, but I certainly understand where the comparison comes from.
1: You can follow John at Ledyard NFL Draft and check out his Audibles and Analytics podcast as well for more stuff like this. Now, if the Panthers should decide to go against drafting Bryce Young, is there another prospect that you see that could be a better fit at quarterback, and who would that be?
2: I think Stroud is the other guy you point to because there's just so much good stuff from CJ Stroud in the pocket. And then when he the games he was really forced to get out of structure and create for his team, Michigan, I thought he did a pretty good job of that. And then Georgia, he did an outstanding job of that, one of the best games you'll see in that capacity. It didn't have to happen often for him, so it was a big question throughout a lot of his tape, and he's become he's been kind of dubbed as a pocket passer. I don't think that's accurate or fair when you watch him on tape. I think you need reps playing outside of structure to become really good at it. And he just rarely had to do that at Ohio State because of competition and the protection that he had. I mean, two tackles will have will probably both be drafted in the first round. And so there's just a lot of really good things around him too. But his accuracy to all levels of the field is stunning when you watch him on tape. I mean, the ability to layer the ball with touch over the top, to throw with velocity when he needs to, to hit receivers on the move and stride, does hardly ever misses the layups, just good mentally too. Sees coverage as well, not going to make a lot of mistakes. He's just very advanced as a passer, and I think that he's going to be a very good player in the NFL. And it wouldn't be out of the question, I don't think, to see Anthony Richardson become better than Bryce Young either. Those three, to me, are all really, really talented. Nothing would surprise me in terms of how it turns out in the NFL, especially we've seen, I mean, Josh Allen was not a good college quarterback, and now is one of the best in the league. Justin Herbert was a very average college quarterback, and now he's one of the best in the league. Jalen Hurts is you know, I think a pretty average college quarterback. I know he had success, but a lot of that was his team. And, and then he's become really, really good in the NFL. So you can't rule many things out, I think, when it comes to the draft process. But I do think Bryce Young makes a lot of sense for Carolina. I like Stroud a lot as well. I have those guys in Tier 1. Richardson's ceiling is certainly there. But it will take – I wouldn't say even development so much as it just will reps. Like I think he's smart, and I think he gets out of play. I think mean, he just needs more reps of doing it within structure, especially in a system that doesn't just ask him to rip the ball down the field every single time. So the NFL could actually help Richardson. It just will take some time maybe to adjust because the system in Florida was just so downfield aggressive all the time. He'll have to work on the timing of, the shorter routes and things like that that I'll have in
0: the NFL. So, John, we've talked a lot about Bryce Young's size, but really we only focus on the injury impact of him being so small. Is there any way that his size actually affects the way that he plays? Maybe not the batted balls. I know that's kind of been disproven as people talk about shorter QBs, but is there any way the size actually does affect the way he plays, not just his ability to um, to take punishment in the backfield?
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I think that's my biggest concern. The, way, the reason I have Stroud just slightly ahead of Young, and I love them both. I, it, it's very, it's very much you know nitpicking to to pick one over the other in some ways. But the thing that concerns me with Young is just that we've seen more and more of the last couple of years defenses get really good at stopping some of these quarterbacks who don't see over the line, see the middle of the field as well. They've started to say, oh, we can actually change what we do coverage-wise when we play these guys. And you've seen it in Russell Wilson's struggles in recent years. has been a big part of that. Some of it is just him missing and not throwing to the middle of the field uh, when guys are open. But defenses have realized that they can leave some things and and change the way that they cover without getting into too much detail. Ben Solak did a pretty good job at identifying and talking about some of the stuff with Bryce Young on the ringer. He's a YouTube. Yeah, people can search uh, mm-hmm. for that if they're interested in it. But it just yeah, it definitely changes things. Like you have to. He is less comfortable playing within rhythm because he won't see things as quickly or as clearly in rhythm, um, and that is part of the things he'll have to overcome. Now he's so good out of structure. And certainly we've seen creators become really good out of structure, but I think you've seen Tyler Murray have to get out. I think you've seen um, Russell Wilson have to get out to be able to play at a high level, the quarterback position. Now they have been able to do it. I think young has some of those traits as well to be able to do it. Those guys have obviously had some really good years. I just worry about the sustainability and the game to game consistency with young, given that some of those limitations are, I think going to be there for him. Um, So that to me is, I mean, arguably is bigger concern than the injury thing because most injuries for quarterbacks don't come from, oh, he just was too small and got hit too hard. Like it, most of the time it comes from a, a situation that just you couldn't have foreseen or avoided and, and somebody lands somewhere wrong or something like that. It's rarely because, oh, he just got hit that hard. Like I just don't mm-hmm. think that's going to be the case with Young, whereas if he was 20 pounds heavier, he wouldn't have gotten hit on hurt on that hit. I, I think the bigger concern is the play style with being that short and small.
0: That is the voice of John Ledyard. You can follow him and all of his draft coverage on Twitter, at Ledyard NFL Draft. John, I want to know a draft take that has developed over the last month, maybe a couple months or whatever, that has gone mainstream that you absolutely hate. What is a myth that you also want to dispel because the draft take is just so, so wrong, and it leaves you enraged?
2: Well, you guys came to the right draft analyst because yes. there, are, <laughs> there are many <laughs> – there are many things in which I do not see eye to eye with consensus most of the time, year to year. Um, and Tyree Wilson's probably one of those where I just watch him and I, I can't believe we're talking about this guy going number two overall. You know, I think it was surprising last year with Walker going that as high as he did, but to some degree you got it. Like He was a physical specimen who didn't really have bad reps. He just didn't have the high-end reps you wanted. So if you felt like you could get him from point A to point B, I get it. It wasn't a great class. I wouldn't have taken him number one overall, but I understood why Javon Walker went there to a degree. To me, Tyree Wilson has all kinds of technical flaws. Is older, doesn't have the same athletic upside or look like the same caliber of athlete on tape at all, and there's very little production here, even against the Big 12, and some of these aren't even real sets, being blocked by tight ends half the time. He is very big, very powerful, and those are great traits to have as building blocks but we usually talk about guys like this as like the developmental prospects we swing on and on day two of the draft like round three let's take a chance on him something like that to be talked about like this where you could go over will anderson there's just no comparison when you watch the tape i have no idea where you would other than his just size and length which anderson's not bad in those departments either i have no idea where you give tyree wilson an edge over will anderson like he is He doesn't have any pass rush moves at this point in time. He is the last player off the ball all the time because he false steps in place before he actually gets off the snap. So it causes these huge delays in his pass rush that allow him to be a lot easier to be blocked. Um, And he plays with way too high a pad level. And he got away with these things in college because he's bigger and longer and stronger and older than a lot of the players that he played against. But there's just a lot here to be concerned about for a guy that universally, I think Arif Hassan's consensus big board came out and he is, in the top ten. So almost every draft analyst sees him uh, sees him as a top ten player in this class. And I'm very much outside of that. I have a third-round grade on him. I don't see him that way wow. at all. So it will be interesting to see how that all shakes out in a couple years. But he's the one I'd probably point to that I have the biggest disagreement with.
1: John, staying in the realm of edge rushers, when you look at the Panthers pick at 39, do you have any wide receivers? Because a lot of has been made about this class and it not having blue-chip talent or edge rushers or maybe even a corner maybe a position we're overlooking tab with second round grades but are also kind of in that can't miss round if they're available for the Panthers at 39
2: yeah I think it depends what type you want a wide receiver but there are good players a wide receiver you're not going to get a number one overall like a number one guy that runs your to run your offense through in that range I think but I really like Josh Downs from UNC I think he's if he were bigger, I think he'd be the undisputed wide receiver one in this class. He isn't, and that matters. Like He's been a slot only at UNC. He's 5'9", 173 pounds. Like, that is, there are just limitations that come with that. and It, it, it sucks if you like him because he like, probably will get pigeonholed into a smaller role in the NFL, and that's just the reality. But to be 5'9", and have his ball skills and contested catchability is really, really cool because you know he can do the, the small wide receiver stuff. Like You watch him run routes. Incredibly explosive, he ran a great forty. He's fast, so he can do things after the catch too. He's tough, but you expect all that. That has to be there kind of for a smaller receiver to know that he also has ball skills and body control and will go up over corners and compete for the football, even if he's not going to win all those battles. It gives you a lot of reassurance about drafting him, I think, and knowing that he can be at minimum one of your like top three wide receivers on your roster. So I like him a lot in that range. He'll do some good things for an NFL team. There's a couple other wide receivers if you want to go bigger. Cedric Tillman from Tennessee, Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss, has to learn how to play. Wider He played the wing a lot at Ole Miss, but those are both bigger, stronger, good options. Mingo is good after the catch. Tillman is a great contested catch guy. So there's some options there, and then I think at edge rusher, B.J. Ojolari from LSU, probably that's his range. Didn't test as well as people hoped he would, but I think he's He has the right idea as a pass rusher. He wants to win on the outside hip of the tackle. That's where he has to win as an edge rusher in the NFL. So he knows how to compete on that plane as a pass rusher. But the question I have is, is his athleticism good enough for his play style to translate to the NFL? And I think that will be what teams wrestle with as they draft him. But in that range of the draft, in this edge class, he's probably about your best bet. And then corner, I think it's a pretty good corner class, but there are a lot of nickel, maybe nickel-only types of corners So you're going to have to wrestle with whether you feel comfortable with those guys as nickel-onlys or if you the Panthers have had some smaller outside corners, Dante Jackson, obviously. Um, So maybe they're a little more comfortable with that, but it feels like with Horn and Henderson and they're moving in that direction of realizing that size kind of matters there. So maybe Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State, ball hawk, great in zone schemes, I think can develop into a press man guy but didn't play it much in college. So he gives you some coverage flexibility, but just the interceptions, the the amount of touchdowns. I think he had six return touchdowns and goals. He has that insane production for a cornerback. Uh, And so I think his instincts and feel remind me a lot of Marcus Peters, and he's a better tackler, tougher player, I think. And so he could be a good pick in that range of the draft too.
1: That was John Ledyard on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him at Ledyard NFL Draft. Check out his audibles and analytics podcast. John, we appreciate it, man. We'll see you down the road. Absolutely, guys.
0: Thanks for having me.